time to talk a little NFL football with Larry Holder, senior NFL writer at The Athletic. Uh, Larry, welcome to Sports 1440. Thanks for uh, hopping on this morning. Yeah, you got it. Uh, look, I have a shirt on, uh, unlike Jason Kelsey in the cold. So, uh, uh, but yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> if there's any way to upstage Taylor Swift, I guess it's that, right? Yeah. What, what did you make when the big man popped out of that luxury suite there? Uh, I have zero, uh, like zero doubt that he would do that. Like, and it, it's hilarious that uh, a few weeks ago uh, we were talking about sweets and the Panthers owner throwing drinks at fans. <laughs> this one, uh, Jason Kelsey's jumping out and having drinks with fans. So, uh, so a slight difference uh, between those two scenarios. Yeah, I think he was well lubricate, lubricated, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, I saw a video in uh, uh, that he stopped at a Bill's tailgate took a shot out of a bowling ball. I mean, who knows where those fingers have been that have been mm. in that bowling ball. So, uh, yeah, I guess he wasn't really too worried about it. And, uh, uh, and look, hey, he's uh, – I wonder if he'll be shirtless next week uh, in Baltimore. Who knows? <laughs> Larry Holder, our guest on Sports 1440 uh, with The Athletic. So what did you make of that game last night, Larry? It was a, it was a hell of a football game. Yeah, it was another classic. Uh, of course, this one going to the Chiefs again uh, within the Chiefs-Bills rivalry. And, yeah, it, it certainly, man, it's, uh, it, it didn't seem like it would just come down to Isaiah Pacheco's touchdown really clinching it, uh, given, uh, you know, the circumstances that happened afterwards. You know, you, you thought maybe, uh, uh, you know, Buffalo goes for the fake punt, uh, even though the Chiefs had only had 10 men in the field. And then uh, the Bills seem fortunate, get the ball back as McCole uh, Hardman fumbles it out of the end zone, and they miss the field goal. And so it's uh, uh, definitely uh, a little different than the, the game we saw two years ago with the, the wild ending with all the scoring and then going into overtime. But, I mean, it just goes to show you, look, uh, Patrick Mahomes has not had a Patrick Mahomes-type season. I mean, when you look at the metrics and the numbers, uh, it, it's been his worst season uh, of his career as a starter, and yet, man, he's grinded it out with, with his team uh, to get back to another AFC championship game. And if you're the Bills, you got to be thinking, man, what, what can we do to kind of get over this hump? I mean, you know, you've got you've had all these successful runs in the in the regular season, uh, only made one AFC title game with, with, with Josh Allen, and you're wondering uh, what's going to be happening next. So definitely. Uh, uh, it's, it's almost like both seasons ended, uh, you know, or one keeps going, the other ends the same that we've seen a lot of times. So, you know, it's almost same old, same old, but just uh, uh, in-game, just a little bit of different circumstances, but, that, but just to get to the same result. Larry Holder, our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Uh, so, Larry, what I mean, what's missing in Buffalo? And I mean, Kansas City's got a great team. You mentioned the great leadership and how Patrick Mahomes has uh, led this team and uh, how well he plays in big, big games. But what's what's missing in Buffalo? Do you think? Well, it's funny because in spurts, it, it was almost like they figured it out, like they were able to run the football. You know, once once they uh, switched offensive coordinators, going to Joe Brady. And then you definitely at the end of the season, it seemed like, you know, production from your top receivers on that team really just fell off the map instead of relying on uh, Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. And look, Gabe Davis has been banged up and has missed the last couple of games. And now he's going to be a free agent. And, uh, you know, it, it feels like that uh, in, in those big moments, look, Josh Allen put, I don't know, he heaved up the deep ball. Look, it felt like Stefan Diggs could have had it. 
Uh, and, and so offensively, you're probably wondering, man, what can you do there? And then, look, defensively, they had so many injuries at one point, we're able to kind of keep it together and still uh, win a ton of games toward the end of the season to even just get into the playoffs, much less to get to the two seed. So, uh, yeah, I think there's there's definitely some soul searching going on. Where you've only you've, you've done so well in the regular seasons, gotten to a point, and you've kind of just gotten to a stopping point. And so, uh, you know, what is, other than having not having Patrick Mahomes in the league anymore? I mean, what what it, you you got to fix it on your own and. You know, the Bills have been in position to win a couple of these games. You know, I bring back the game a couple of years ago. They were certainly in a position to win that one. And then they put themselves in positions to either win or, or you know, push this thing to overtime last night. And it uh, hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, Larry, do you think that, you know, even though Kansas City always comes up with a, a big performance, Patrick Mahomes comes up with a big performance in the big games, do they have a good shot? or a legitimate shot at beating Baltimore in the AFC championship? I mean, I think if you have Patrick Mahomes, you got a legitimate shot to win every game you play. So that in, in that sense, yes. Uh, but, man, I, I will tell you what. I, I thought uh, foolishly that the Texans might keep that game closer and maybe just kind of leaning on, well, the Ravens haven't done well in the postseason, uh, with, even though Lamar Jackson's been there. Well, they've they kind of shaken that stigma after uh, the big win an easy win, really, uh, running away with it against the Texans. And so, yeah, I think what's uh, what the Chiefs, are they're going to face a tougher defense. And, you know, uh, but at least on the other side, like, I think the Ravens uh, are going to face a pretty tough challenge with, with the Chiefs defense, which has been kind of underrated uh, a lot of times. Uh, and that because the Chiefs offense hasn't played so well this year that they've really had to lean on that unit. So, you know, I, I could, look, to me, it's probably – I'm not totally. I don't remember totally offhand what the what the spread is, but like mm-hmm. I feel like it's a toss up game regardless, just because the Chiefs have been there, done that, and the Baltimore Ravens haven't. But I do think that the Ravens are the better team. So, but so you throw this in this scenario, and uh, it to me, it's really anybody's game. Yeah, I, I like your point, Larry. Anytime you have Patrick Mahomes, you have a really good chance uh, to win. Larry Holder, senior NFL writer at the Athletic, is our guest on Sports fourteen forty in the NFC. I, I just everyone up here, Larry. You know, it seems like you're either a, a Vikings fan. We have a lot of Seattle Seahawks because of our proximity, but Detroit Lions seem to be capturing, I guess, the imagination and uh, you know the support of a lot of a lot of fans up here because of, of the story and where they were and who they are. Uh, uh, do you get that feeling as well? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I'm based in New Orleans, so trust me. Uh, when the Saints went on a run and won a Super Bowl a, a bunch of years ago, uh, it was the same thing. Like It's like you have this diehard fan base that's like craving for a winner, and then you could finally kind of taste it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I went to a, a national role uh, a few years ago, but – I covered uh, before that. I when I first started at the Athletic, I was uh, an, a New Orleans columnist. So I and I covered the Saints for years and years. So I covered Dan Campbell when he was an assistant coach here, Aaron Glenn when he was assistant coach here, and there's no doubt that those two guys. Uh, you know, a lot of Ben Johnson's getting a lot of pub in the OC. I, I mean, I never covered him, so I'm only going to speak of the two guys that I covered. But yeah. I mean, there's no question people buy into what the, what they're doing, and they've done a tremendous job. And uh, even you know, with some of the pieces that they have, and uh, look, Jared Goff is has is playing maybe better than he's ever played consistently in his career, and he's been to a Super Bowl. And so, 
Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not like Detroit's defense is dominating, but they kind of get it done uh, when they need to. And so, yeah, there, there's no doubt that that is the darling story, but they certainly deserve to be there. I mean, there's, they're not just like skating by, and they're not just like a flash in the pan. I mean, they deserve to be there. And we, we've seen the 49ers be vulnerable. Yes. I mean, they were vulnerable this past weekend. Uh, you know, the Ravens showed that 49ers can be beaten. So, uh, you know, even though it's – I don't think that this uh, this game is going to be too big for them. But, yeah, there's no doubt that the darling story, uh, rightfully so, is the Lions. You, you know, like Green Bay could have easily uh, defeated San Francisco on the weekend. And did you think Brock Purdy looked a little off, uh, Larry? Yeah, I think they did some things. Look, the weather probably played a little bit of a role in it. But, uh, you know, and, and Brock Purdy, it's funny that uh, that people do like to – kind of knock him at any chance. It's like people do not buy in him, uh, even though his numbers are phenomenal. And, you know, if you watch him over the, the last year and a half, I mean, he, to me, he's the real deal. Uh, but, look, he, I think it was important that he came up big late in that game uh, just to uh, kind of have some momentum going forward. And they're going to be without uh, – well, it's kind of 50-50 mm-hmm. without Debo Samuel. But, yeah, look, I, I do think, though, that, uh, that, you know, if you get a little bit of pressure on him, uh, you know, you know, say Aiden Hutchinson can kind of keep the ball rolling. You know, he's had he's got he's got like average of what two and a half two sacks a game in the last yeah. four games at least. So you know, the, the fact that they're kind of getting that going, but yeah, I, I, if uh, uh, but I do think that the Forty ers you look at it if they're able to game, if they think Debo Samuel isn't going to play, they can game plan around it uh, in terms of instead of trying to do it on the fly. So I think maybe that was part of it too, but. Uh, uh, but yeah, like, uh, yeah I, I, I think Brock Purdy is the real deal. So yeah, I, I'm not one of those detractors out there. It's almost people wondering why I, because I write about quarterbacks every week. Uh, they try to knock it down every week, and it's like Brock Purdy kind of just keeps getting up. Mm-hmm. Larry Holder, senior NFL writer at the Athletic, our guest on Sports 1440. So, can Detroit go into San Fran and pull off an upset here? Look, I, I think it's in the realm of possibility. I'll tell you, I'm not going to pick that. Uh, but I do think it is. It wouldn't be a shocker to me. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, uh, San Francisco got this far last year. Brock Purdy gets hurt, and the Eagles win that game. Uh, and we've seen uh, like like we just saw like a blueprint with what we just saw like uh, with, with the Packers. Like if you can, if you could, if Detroit can kind of maybe get something established with the run. You know, a little mixed match of uh, of David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Uh, and if, if the Lions could kind of uh, really expose the 49ers using all of those crossing routes that they like to do with St. Brown and Laporta, uh, you know, I think I think it's a game that uh, the Lions might like it to be a shootout. That means that they're actually scoring points. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I, I do think that this is uh, – I, I would pick San Francisco to win this game, but I do think that – this is not out of the realm of possibility that Detroit can go there and win a game. Larry Holder with us on Sports 1440. Just around the league, a couple little tidbits and things like that. Larry, uh, uh, is uh, is Lamar Jackson hands down your MVP choice? Yeah, I think the, the heads-up win over Purdy did it for him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and some of the numbers uh, that he's, uh, you know, maybe some of those advanced metrics, uh, they're not as pretty as maybe some of the, the other quarterbacks that have won MVPs in the league, but I feel like that this is such a wide open league year that uh, the fact that Lamar Jackson uh, really kind of played his game uh, and 
to me, I, I do think he's he's really if if he would have lost that game against Purdy, we'd probably mm-hmm. be talking about Brock Purdy. Yeah. But I do think because the race was so tight, like you had a different favorite every week for like four weeks in a row late in the season. It was pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and, and you didn't have Mahomes in there, and like Josh Allen wasn't in there. So it was all kind of floating in the air. But, no, to me, uh, I think Lamar Jackson's going to win that award. Had Tyreek uh, Hill not been injured, do you think he would have made a, a good case to kind of join the conversation there? Maybe so, but, of course, his play is certainly leaning on uh, Tua Vailoa yeah. getting it done. And so, you know, the fact that, uh, the Dolphins kind of struggle against some of the good competition. Uh, you know, any kind of good team we've seen them play really this year, outside of maybe one game, like they've lost. And so, yeah, I, look, I do think this could have been a year that like Tyreek Hill could have jumped in there, Christian McCaffrey. Like, I, I feel like at one point people were, would rather him than Brock Purdy. But again, that goes against, with the people that are not buying into what uh, Brock Purdy is doing. Uh, but yeah, if there was a year that, that a position player rather than a quarterback, could have won it. It could have been this year, but, you know, these these players, they kind of fell by the wayside. And, and then Lamar, again, you kind of had that heads-up quarterback matchup. Like, if he didn't play, even play against Brock Purdy, maybe we wouldn't even – it would still be more of a question mark, too. But the fact that we saw that heads-up and Purdy played awful that night and the Ravens played well and Lamar played well enough, I mean, that's that's really kind of the difference. You know, it's always tricky when, you, when you're mm-hmm. dealing with just uh, people – uh, you know, it's like 40, 40 people voting. I mean, and that's, uh, you know, it, it, you see, you get those kind of landmark points and uh, it, it makes it sometimes uh, pretty easy to do. Do you think Lamar gets Mark Andrews back for Kansas City? It sounds like that that would be the case. Uh, I know he was close this week. Uh, you know, they he was practicing some, questionable, but didn't play. But, yeah, I think they were trying to, they're hopeful for this target. So, yeah, that, if they get Andrews back, and, they, you know, they've been able to kind of get it done offensively without him, uh, and you've seen the emergence of Isaiah Likely at tight end. I mean, that's you throw Andrews back in that mix, and, man, you know he's going to be hungry, uh, no doubt about it. And so uh, that, that's another element that uh, I think people need to remember uh, when they go into this game. And, look, it's, it's funny because you get Andrews back, and, uh, you get arguably the two best tight ends in the league, even though Kelsey hadn't played like it. But you know him and Andrews. I mean, they're one and one A or one and yeah. one and two. And, but now you throw Laporta in there. But yeah, definitely a, a piece that you got to look out for. And one last one for Larry Holder, uh, senior NFL writer at the Athletic. So many coaching positions open, available. Where do you think the likes of Harbaugh or Belichick land? Uh, well, I know Harbaugh is having a second interview with the Chargers. I, I thought that was going to be the fit from the beginning. Uh, and then Bill Belichick, yeah, I still think that the Falcons would be the place for him. Uh, it would make sense with the, uh, kind of an improving defense. Now they've got, they got some quarterback issues for sure. They're going to have to have a new one. Uh, but, yeah, I think that – and look, you look at the NFC South, a, a division that he could come in and – uh, and maybe kind of take, but uh, yeah, to me, and, and we haven't even seen anything built with Bill Belichick with some other teams yet. But yeah, I think Harbaugh, Chargers, Belichick, Falcons, those two, those two connections make the most sense. Do you think Buffalo would do something crazy and you know can their coach and Belichick uh, surfaces there? Any possibility? You think? <laughs> I'd be surprised, <laughs> uh, but we've certainly seen in division with Bill Belichick before in the past. I mean. Bill Belichick uh, basically bailed on the Jets 
to go to the Patriots. Yeah. So we've seen that happen. Uh, but I, I would be surprised if something like that happened. Well, it, it, it would be crazy for sure. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Larry. Enjoy uh, the conference championships. It's uh, two games that are shaping up that uh, I think a lot of people are, are really going to enjoy. It should be a, a couple of really solid contests. Thanks for this. Yeah, you got it. Appreciate it.